Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, July 28th. Hard to believe. Just a couple more days left of the month of July. And then we head into August. Kids go back to school and uh, and life gets a little bit more um, stringent in terms of scheduling. So, hey, with that, though, we're glad you're here with us today. Yesterday was uh, not a great day, but we'll talk about that more when Dave joins us in just a second. But before that, let me just remind you that there's only one thing that any of us can control within our portfolios, and that's how much risk you have. And if you don't know exactly what you have on that risk spectrum and make sure it matches up with what you can tolerate, that can be a problem heading into retirement. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your financial x-ray. That's 863-382-0037. Hey, with that, uh, we're looking forward to our conversation with Dave coming up next. Go ahead and shake it off. It's Taylor Swift from 105.7 Light FM. Good morning. It's such a dang busy day on finances. We're just going to get right to it here because it's earnings season and the government's dumping information on us, too. That's interesting. Let's head down to uh, Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler, who's standing by on the phone. And I'll bet your sheet of paper this morning, Philip, is about six inches thick, isn't it? Hey, there are a lot of lot of earnings of household names, tech stuff coming in. Um, it's just... Uh, a behemoth amount of information that uh, that we have to kind of trickle through today, but uh, but I've picked out some highlights that I think uh, everybody will want to know about. Absolutely. First of all, let's set the table overall. Yesterday, it's kind of a combination of profit-taking day and a little, oh God, here we go again over the COVID scare with the Delta variant on the thing. We were off, but not by a monster amount, a quarter of a percent on the Dow half a percent on the S&P, and NASDAQ did take a little bit of a hit, down by 1.2 percent, but given the fact that we were following up record highs, uh, didn't really scare me all that terribly much. A uh, couple of things out this morning, retail inventories up three-tenths of a percent in June, wholesale inventories up eight-tenths of a percent in consumer confidence, hit a new uh, hit a new record since the pandemic began. The last time we had 129.1 consumer confidence rating was before the pandemic hit last year. All of that's got to give us some feeling of uh, confidence anyway going into the next quarter, doesn't it? It really does. I mean, I, I was surprised that we hit new numbers given, um, you know, all the stuff that's been going on. I mean, because, the, the, you know, the, the Delta variant, it's, it's been around now. Uh, for quite some time, obviously it's picking up steam and that's uh, maybe the August or, or the end of July number will be a little bit different or the August number, maybe a little different given uh, what we're seeing right now with that uh, spread I, of that yeah. part of it. Yeah, I was going to say it is something to watch out for in the process, but I'm kind of getting the feeling listening to the politicians responding to the mask, uh, the mask recommendations from the CDC yesterday and the public reaction to it. I got a sneaking hunch that we're just resigned to the notion that the folks that are unvaccinated are going to get it and the rest of us aren't going to get it. and We're just going to cope with it. And I'm not sure I like that attitude, but I got a sneaking hunch. It's what we're going through. Well, I think so. I mean, I, and that's part. The only other part that's kind of raising its ugly head now is that those uh, vaccinated folks um, are becoming more and more part of that number. 
um, not being hospitalized, but, but still testing positive and having the virus itself. So that's the part to me that, that brings a little bit more uncertainty to the whole situation. Understood. There, there is some uncertainty, and we can probably expect some volatility as the numbers keep coming out with the new variant. But uh, upset Wall Street a little yesterday, not a whole heck of a lot. And I'm kind of half expecting kind of a, a muted response from Wall Street to all of the earnings today because the Federal Reserve reports at 2 p.m. this afternoon. And we'll be doing our usual parsing every syllable as to what Paulson says after the meeting this afternoon, wouldn't you suspect? I think so, because that's going to be important looking forward. What are they going to do with interest rates? What are they going to do with all this buying in the open market? Because all that stuff's propping up our whole economic system. Without a doubt. The big news comes on the earnings front because we're into tech season. The headline in one of my tip sheets is OMG, Microsoft, Google, and Apple together cleared $57 billion worth of profit, not gross sales, profit last year alone. I mean, that's more than the gross domestic product of some nations in this world. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, you know, obviously they have flourished uh, given this pandemic. It has not been a bad thing at all for them. So, so let's just kind of look at those, what I call the tech sector today. We've got Apple, Google, Microsoft, and then also let's throw in advanced micro devices, AMD, the chip maker. And so start with Apple. Um, they, uh, they had a, a good quarter. They beat by about 29 cents a share. Revenue surged way past expectations. However, they have said that they will be negatively impacted because of the global chip shortage um, as it will worsen in the quarter that we are coming into now. So um, they're, uh, they're, they're being down about a dollar a share, which is uh, about six to a little over six tenths of a percent um, as we get ready to open up this morning. So that's, that's got to make people sit up and take notice over the fact that they got a new iPhone scheduled to be introduced probably in about 45 days. They say chip shortage. That's got to scare investors. I, I would think so. I mean, that's why I think it's backing off a little bit this morning. Um, we'll continue to monitor the whole chip deal. Then we go to Google. Um, uh, Alphabet earned, uh, wait, man, they earned 27, over $27 a share compared to the $19 they were expected to make. Um, the uh, revenue way, way better than expected. Uh, online advertising spending is, is just going through the roof. And so they, uh, they're up. You know, they're expensive stock, Dave. They're, right now, they closed yesterday at $2,638. $2, they're up $102, which is almost 4% right now. <laughs> yeah. I saw one of the re-rating numbers there. Their new target price is $3,000 a share. That's enough to make you drop your false teeth, isn't it? Man, it really is. And then we had Microsoft. They reported they beat by $0.25 cents a share. Uh, revenue beat as well. Strong growth from their cloud computing business model. Um, they continue to benefit from the pandemic shift. Uh, people working from home, learning from home, all those things are helping uh, Microsoft today. Uh, they're up almost one and a half percent this morning before we get going. And that will actually, if they continue on this trend, Dave, they will open at a new 52-week high. Wow. Yeah. Wait until the buck. Wait until the bugs on Windows 11 start getting known. <laughs> <laughs> they never have bugs, Dave. Come on. Um, no, it's not a bug. It's a feature. 
That's right. And then the last tech stock we have is advanced micro devices. Uh, you know, they're the chip maker. They, uh, they beat expectations on both uh, earnings and revenue. And they say their demand for chips is obviously stronger than ever. Um, and so that would be a, a pretty big deal for them. Let's see if I can find where it went here. While you're looking, maybe they can start making them for cars. What do you think? Well, that, hey, I would hope so because we sure as heck need them. They're trading up about 2.7% this morning. Cool. We've got, we've got a bang-up tech sector. And then we got Facebook today, which is always interesting. We'll find out about that and have that on tomorrow morning. We do. We do. So we also have, let's just go to Mattel because we had Hasbro, I think it was last week. Um, mm -hmm. Mattel beat estimates for this last quarter, too. And it raised its full year forecast. Um, demand has been great for Barbies and Hot Wheels. And so um, they are getting, you know, we always used to have issues when we talked about these toy companies because they were getting beat up so bad. But Mattel's actually up 6% this morning. Cool. That's then, both toy companies being positive. That's, yeah. almost, that's almost a barn beater type of thing. It is. It is. And so now let's look at, uh, real quick, let's look at McDonald's and Starbucks, kind of the food chain. Uh, we got McDonald's reported uh, two dollars and thirty-seven cents a share compared to two eleven. Uh, same store sales were up twenty-five point nine percent. Their global comps worldwide were up forty percent. Um, and I noticed when I drove by McDonald's the other day, it says they're they're finally have opened up their dining rooms, so now you can go in and sit down and enjoy uh, that Big Mac. So, uh, but they are trading down about one percent this morning. Not sure. What's causing that? Um, Starbucks, they uh, they came in, they beat by a, a little over 20 cents a share. Revenue ahead of forecast as well. Now they are having, um, they're, they're dealing with higher cost of labor and higher cost of supplies. Um, and so that's kind of what they're looking at for this next quarter, which is putting a little damper on that report. So they're down about 3%. And let me close Where's out, huh? I was just Word is coffee bean prices are up by like 30% because they had a freeze in Brazil over the winter. So, yeah, your Starbucks coffee is now going to cost you $10 instead of $8. <laughs> All right. So the last one I want to talk about today, because we, we uh, have talked about Boeing uh, a lot over the last year or so, actually probably two years. Um, and Boeing reported, and they had a really big surprise, Dave. They actually mm -hmm. made a profit of 40 cents a share. And I say that's a big surprise because they were anticipated to lose 83 cents a share. So I noticed them at the top of my winter list, and I was wondering what the Sam Hill was going on. Exactly. So revenue exceeded estimates as well. Um, they were helped by higher jet deliveries and strong uh, results from their defense and global service operations. So uh, good news, uh, finally, for, uh, for Boeing, up 5% this morning. Cool. Well, we've got a good start for the day. Let's cross our fingers the Fed doesn't screw it up this afternoon at 2. Resetting the table. It was an off day yesterday, combination of COVID jitters and profit taking, most likely. 45 minutes before we open this morning, Philip, what are we looking at today? All right now, Dave, we are looking at uh, all uh, green ink on the indexes themselves, which is a change from a lot earlier this morning, because when I got up this morning, it was all red. We've got the Dow up... Um, what is that about? Well, it's basically flat from that standpoint. It's up $15, you know, less than a tenth of a percent. S&P 500 is up a tenth of a percent. 
the uh, the Nasdaq is up oh about four tenths of a percent, and then small cap. We talked about them getting beat up really bad yesterday. The Russell mm-hmm. two thousand is up a half a percent this morning. So some pretty good numbers there, given what happened yesterday. Uh, on the uh, commodities front, we do have silver trading up, trying to make up some of yesterday's losses, up six tenths of a percent. Still trading below $25 an ounce, though. Uh, and gold down a tenth of a percent, uh, down below $1,800 an ounce. Crude oil is heading up this morning, Dave, up eight tenths of a percent to $72.23 a barrel. Well, poop on that. International markets, the Asian rim was pretty much up. The Chinese composite was off by a bit, but the other markets on the Asian rim generally up this morning. Europe is kind of looking at our futures and saying, hey, that's all right. We're all in green ink territory in Europe halfway through their day. Uh, it's a great time to be invested as long as you know where your risk number is. Philip, how do I get a hold of you to find out where the risk is in my retirement portfolio? Absolutely, Dave. That's, you're so right. That's so important. And that's one of the things our financial x-ray is designed to do is to find the risk in your portfolio. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check out our website at statlerfinancial.com. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730. Hey, I'll just give you a little hint. Last segment, we talk a little bit about uh, the Olympics and your finances. Oh, please tell me you're not analogizing them to Simone Biles or something. Well, well, no, that wasn't quite there when we uh, put together the, the program. So <laughs> We'll see you tomorrow here on Light, Philip. Thank you so much. All right, man. Have a great day. Be good. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. From the pit. Hey, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I want to remind you, we are here to provide services to our community. Anything we can help you with when it comes to your retirement, your 401k, uh, anything doing with finances, please don't hesitate to reach out and, and, and call on us for help. Hey, take care. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow morning. Be safe. Bye now.